My name is Becky B, and this is episode two of the Concentrated Grounder podcast, to-the-point commentary on the CW's The Hundred. Today I'm doing a throwback review of season two, episode two, Inclement Weather, and I'll talk about why I think the episode should have been named Gaslight. Gaslight is a 1944 Charles Boyer and Ingrid Bergman film where a husband tries to convince his wife she's insane when she really isn't. Gaslighting is a term now used for psychological abuse, where one person tries to manipulate another person's sense of reality by lying and fraud. And this is exactly what's happening to Clark in this episode. Everyone and everything in Mount Weather is telling Clark that she's crazy and all her suspicions and concerns are baseless. The primary gaslighting is made by President Wallace in the transformation of the bullet wound of the mountain man soldier into an arrow wound. We also have Jasper unwittingly joining in on the gaslighting of Clark because he has fallen for Mount Weather's Bread and Circuses Act. The Romans believed, keep the people fed and entertained and they will never rise up against you. And that seems to be working in Mount Weather for everyone except Clark. The fact that Clark resists these gaslight attempts shows how much she has confidence in her own judgment and in her own ability and agency. It's a display of Clark's mental and emotional strength. It's those skills that allow her to make the big discovery at the end of the episode. Well, those skills and a really large air vent. And boy, is her discovery a doozy. I didn't see that coming, and the first time I saw this, I was totally shocked by it. Another type of psychological manipulation in this episode was happening with Jaha. But it wasn't anyone manipulating him. It was really his own mind playing tricks on him. When I first watched this episode, I totally bought into the abandoned baby thing. It really is a genius stroke because what else would spur Jaha into taking that drastic action? He really was content to sit there and die. But I can tell you as a mother of children that I would risk everything for my children. Um, More so than even for my own safety would I sacrifice for them. Let's talk about the chess piece that was first held in the hands of the baby, and then we see Wells holding the chess piece. It's clearly meant to be a symbol to the audience that the baby was supposed to be Wells, or was Wells in his mind, you know what I mean? But there's got to be more to this symbol. I mean, we saw Wells and Clark playing chess together on the ark, so we know that chess is something that Wells enjoyed. But why the Black Knight, particularly? Um, I did a little Google research, and some people believe that the knight is a symbol of spiritual awakening. The knight alternates between black and white squares on the chessboard, or light and dark. And it's also a piece that kind of breaks the rules. It moves a little differently than all the other pieces. So I wonder if this night chess piece is a symbol uh, for Jaha's journey in this season. Let's talk about Octavia and the grounder Nyko. I think there's some psychological games happening here as well because it's really hard for me to believe that Octavia as a teenage girl who's lived on the Ark all her life and not just on the Ark but she's just lived in one room of the Ark her whole life and she's only been on the ground what three weeks, a month at this point, I would need to check my timeline. But it's hard for me to believe that this girl with no training could physically overpower Nyko, who's a grounder warrior. Even once she has him tied up, I still find it hard to believe that he could not overpower her. And I think this is supported in when the um, 
Reaper's attack, because Nico is able to fend off several Reapers before he's subdued. And so my theory is that Nico is Lincoln's friend, and Nico's a good guy. He's a healer. So I think Nico is really going. Or is it Nico? Sorry, it could be Nico. I wonder if Nico is really going along with it to see if Octavia's plan will free his friend Lincoln. So that's about all I have about psychological manipulation in this episode. Clearly, this episode is further set up for the rest of the season, and all the different players are jostling for higher psychological ground. Uh, If anything, I think this sets up the idea in the 100 that it's not just physical power, it's not just physical strength that's going to make you the victor. It's your psychological toughness, your emotional toughness. And I think it's the exploration of these character traits, these human traits with people, not just fighting it out, but but what's going on in their mind and in their heart. I think that's what draws me to this show and it keeps me watching. This has been Becky B for the Concentrated Grounder podcast. Thanks for listening and give me any feedback you have in the comments.